0: Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No. These are the other stories. <laughs> Boo. That could be the last word you ever hear before a thing that shouldn't be wraps its cold fingers around your neck. Or, ooga booga, as a floating gassy wisp whips towards you with a whistling wizened grin. Or, I love you, as a lost loved one pulls you into the next life, and it doesn't matter how much kicking and screaming you do, they'll take you because they can't bear to be alone. Hauntings, can come in all shapes and sizes, from the memories that linger longer than they ought to, to the old haunts we used to frequent to wet our whistles, or you know, get pissed up. As a theme for story, it's wide open for interpretation, and our writers this month have plunged their hands all the way in and pushed the boundaries to tearing, leaving a gaping void for us all to fall into. In this volume of The Other Stories, I'm incredibly proud to introduce a new writer to The Other Stories in the form of Italian author Nicola Lombardi who has been penning weird fiction since the 80s and has published novelisations of two Dario Argento movies, Deep Red and Suspiria. His work has been translated by Jay Weintraub and we're buzzing to be able to produce the audio adaptation for his story, Desire and Sons, for you listeners. We also have brand new storytellers C.B. Oliver and Paul Currian along with Returning Beasts... Dan Howarth, Georgia Cook and Sarah Jane Justice And at the Editor's Cauldron this month We have Duncan Muggleton, Carl Hughes And James Barnett A.K.A. Jimmy Horace In Patreon news we have two new Superpowered patrons So prepare to taste the rainbow, smell the dream And welcome to the super-powered Patreon team Cody Sarsasty Cody I've known you for a little while And I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce your surname I think it's Sarsasty Let me know if I'm wrong Cody has the unfortunate ability to only wear shirts inside out. He also has the ability to cause someone to feel like they have a small pebble in their shoe. Also, he has the ability to not cry when cutting onions. The ability to cause a single eyelash to fall into one's eye, causing unrelenting irritation and annoyance. And finally, he has the ability to make earphones lay eggs in podcast listeners' ears. And also we have Jade Wagner... Jade is a third-dimensional hyper-entity. Hello, Jade, from across time, space, and another dimension we haven't quite figured out yet, but for now we'll refer to as the J-dimension. Thanks very much for becoming patrons. You will get access to monthly exclusive episodes, regular episodes a week early, along with access to the H&C library of eBooks and comics. And this month you'll get the exclusive episode, Off the Rails, written by Alex Evenstein and narrated by Justin Fife. Sometimes the job goes poorly, but what matters is how the aftermath is handled. You can let it go off the rails or make sure the mistake never happens again. So to listen to that, you can either subscribe via Apple's premium subscription or become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash Hawk Over on the Facebook group, Joshua Boucher ran another of his flash fiction competition extravaganzas. And this month, the group voted for the story one time. Written by Mary Pastrano. Congrats, Mary. So with that, I will leave you with the winning story. But don't worry, I'm always around, spooking up the streets, haunting your podcasts. So today's story is One Time. Written by Mary Pastrano and narrated by Erica Ventura.
1: There was that one time I sneaked out of the house past midnight and ran down the street to where you waited in your mom's old cutlass. I adored that car, because there wasn't a bulky center console separating us. I could lean into you as you negotiated the cold, silent streets. We drove out to the abandoned boxcar on First Avenue. Jenny, Nat, and Fowler were already there, smoked out, drunk and loud. That rusty, derailed boxcar was the closest thing to a true fort we could find in this shit-kicking three prison town. Even the bums and tweaked-out skinheads didn't want it. Nat painted the boxcar interior with black light art. Swirls of smoke from sleepy Asian dragon's nostrils took up the length of the interior wall. He'd worked on the dragon for weeks because Jenny loved old kung fu movies. Nat and Fowler always competed for Jenny's attention. This time, Nat was certain he'd won. You and I kissed so much in the icy darkness that by the first light, my lips peeled and cracked. I let you feel me up that night, but I didn't sleep with you until the summer before you left for college. In that cold, dry place, I loved you. I loved it all. I didn't want to see the power lines against the paling sky. I know we can't go back there. Not because you don't love me anymore, or because I married a boring man I met through my sister. Not because what we had was a stupid, forgettable thing. We just can't ever go back after. Nat, depressed, lost, and spiraling, put his mouth around a gun, and with determined finger pressure, sprayed our memories all over the sleeping dragon. Nathaniel Atahalne-Daisy was 19 when he ended his life. The gunshot must have echoed in that rusty boxcar, startling nearby animal life. When I found his body, it was untouched by scavengers. This groaning, rusty place, once magical, was desecrated. The putrescence of evil hung in the air. I felt a quickening in my spine as I climbed into the boxcar. Nat's soul was gone, but his chindi... The malevolent embodiment of the imbalances of his life lingered. In the blood spatter coating the sleepy dragon, I saw the grinning face of the spirit which pushed him to do the unthinkable. Years later, it follows me still. Nat's family fell under a veil of silent grief after his body received burial rites. The Navajo believe mentioning the dead hinders a soul's journey to the afterlife, or brings further misfortune to the family. I'd found Nat before the cops did. i touched his body. My tears fell into his hollowed eyes. Being Nat's sister, you were told to avoid me so his chindi doesn't infest your thoughts. I stay far from you. Because love tempts death. I see the chindi in my reflection sometimes. If I slip into despair, it will consume me. It only takes one time. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Hmm.